What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. All right, everyone, welcome back to Probably a Podcast. We have the one, the only, the boofiest of squad members, Boof Squad, back again. Boof Squad, back again. Anna Grace, bride to be, bestie forever. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I'm so thrilled you're here. We just have so much to talk about, as per usual. Um, no notes, which is funny. You know that that's like a saying that the kids are saying now. That's like their thing right now. They go no notes. It means like something so good, so so fabulous, so slay. It means like no notes. Like you have no notes. But for you and I, it just means <laughs> how we exist because we need no notes to chat to each other on a podcast. <laughs> The way that I didn't know that was a thing, but I'm going to say that all the time. No notes. No notes. Yeah. Like if Austin like came out in a fire outfit, you would look at him and you would go, no notes. Oh, it's okay. kind of cool, right? I like that. Who comes up with this? TikTok. 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 I wonder if actually millennials are coming up with them and then Gen Z is just stealing it. And then, but they're the ones that posted it on TikTok. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I know what you're saying. I feel... Like, did you see that meme of that? Not meme, but the TikTok of this little girl. And she was like, oh my God, I want one of these new charm bracelets, mom. It's so cool. And it was those old school charm bracelets that we had, the ones that would like pull your hair that had the little squares of different charms, silver. So vintage. <laughs> and her mom was like, "Uh, yeah, that's not new. I had those. But the little girl was like, nah, it's on TikTok. So like, what if actually Gen Z is actually just fucking stealing everything from millennials? And they're like trying to say that they made it cool, but we fucking made it cool. You're like, we actually did it first. It's like when Alex Earl was on, she's like, I got this vintage dress from 2007. And everyone was like, what? <laughs> it's not vintage. Or it was like, she's like, this dress is vintage shopping from 2004. And everybody was stitching it being like, that's, that's not vintage. Are we that old? And we're like, yeah. <laughs> Wait, do you know what's crazy? I one time got wrecked because I said something about something being vintage. And it was from like 1999 or something, 1998. And people were like, that's not vintage. And I Googled it. And I was like, oh, sorry, y'all. I didn't mean to say it was vintage. And I Googled it. And I think vintage is anything that's 20 years old, which is crazy. Because if you asked me Whoa. what 10 years ago was, I would say 2004. I wouldn't say 2014. No, I, I don't. I, 2014 I, was three years ago. It was. It literally just happened. You know, I'm in, I'm in a little like group chat right now with my uh, retreat group. It's going to Costa Rica and someone put in the song Pocket Full of Sunshine. Banger. Absolute great song. Yes. Whoa. Whoa. Natasha Bedingfield. What a sleigh. What a sleigh. No notes. No notes. Guess what year it came out? 2007. 2004. I'm like, we were like, I was like barely born. I'm just kidding. 
Wait, we were in fourth grade in 2004. Yeah. I'm like, dang, I definitely thought that was like when we were in high school. Things, time is getting real slippery. Dear Media IRL is back and we're showing up bigger, better and louder than ever. Join us on May 4th in Austin, Texas for the ultimate live podcasting experience. Watch and learn from your favorite Dear Media hosts as they bring their insightful discussions from your headphones to the stage. Get ready to be inspired, entertained and watch audio get a makeover. Tickets are on sale now at DearMedia.com slash IRL. See you on May 4th in Austin in Texas. It's crazy because this is what happens to everyone. Like I remember my mom having these conversations and I'm like, okay, enough. When she'd be like, oh my God, no way. Night the eighties, honey. I was just in the eighties. Like to so like, she has these conversations and I'm like, okay, you old bat, you old dingbat. <laughs> Get back to the nursing home. I'm like, what is, but like, it's us. It's happening to us now. I know. But also I really will say now that you're, I mean, I was really only 30 a few months before you, but isn't 30 just the best era ever? <laughs> I'm like, I know I'm not that much I'm older than you. So dead. You go, now that you're 30 and you finally get it, like you guys, she's literally four months older than me. <laughs> I know. I know, but I'm telling you, like, my 30th birthday, the w- next week, I was like, I'm in a new timeline. I'm in a new era. I'm in my grounded era. I love it. Yeah. I think that I, you know, what's I'm, I know I literally just turned 30. So everyone's going to be like, bitch, shut the fuck up. But like, I'm in such a good place in my life that when I tell you, I'm actually so excited for my forties, I'm pre excited for a decade. I'm a decade away from like, I don't, but I'm just like so jazzed. And here's the thing, guys, aging is a motherfucking privilege and aging beats the hell out of the alternative, which is dying step. <laughs> so d- aging is fantastic. And I just think like, it's just going to be cool, except for I just saw this on the Giggly Squads. I was watching. I, I love that podcast, Hannah Burner, Paige Sorbo. They're just fantastic. And Paige said this, and I resonated with it so hard. I was like, oh, my gosh. Well, you'll kind of get this because you have Zane, who is your lovely, gorgeous, amazing stepson. But here's almost. I mean, he's basically your stepson. You're going to be married in, like, what? Yeah, he is. Very he is. soon. So, anyways, I... She goes, sometimes I'll be like doing stuff throughout my day and I'll be like, oh, I got so much done today. Or, oh, that was a big, busy day, long day, had so much to do. And she's like, and then I'll stop and I'll think, what if I had to do all that and have a kid? And I was like, oh my gosh. And this is coming from someone who like, I've told you, I can't wait to have kids. Like as soon as we get married, I'm like, let's have a baby. But I'm like, oh my God, if you picture your whole day and then also picture having a kid during it, which is a little easy for me to do because I watched Taylor, but I'm like, holy shit, <laughs> that is daunting. It's oh. Oh my God. This was the TikTok video. Shannon was at my house. We were just together in person where I'm not back in Florida, but this was the TikTok that I had saved to show you. And it's this girl going, can you imagine having the worst day of your entire life? You're on the brink of tears. You're about to have a mental breakdown. And then something goes, mommy. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> she, she goes, parents, she goes, I swear to God, parents are our toughest soldiers. And I, it sent me to the moon because like my sister right now has two under two. It was a little whoopsie, but they wanted more kids, but she was definitely not right. on having them that close together. And my sister is like, literally like that is her right now. Her life. The other day she was trying to take a nap and like, we're all just like holding babies that are just like, mom, mommy, look, mommy, mom, mom, mom. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, you are our toughest soldier. (laughs) Yeah, you are our tough. God gives his strongest battles to his toughest soldiers. (laughs) I, um, I, moms, we're talking to the moms. I was, uh, Taylor sent me a picture or video today because she is on, they're, they're at the hut. Taylor and Mike have this like rental property that's really cool and they are traveling and she sent me a video and she goes, so I don't know how this happened and it's bad. It's bad news bears, dude. Like I've got to take, I've got to confiscate 
uh, Walker's iPad because she somehow listens to my podcast. Like, obviously she doesn't consume it and like every Tuesday (laughs) turns it on. Like that's, she's not like a listener, but somehow because one episode is on there or something, she like clicks onto all of them. But she also always does this, I guess, because her little fingers are tap, tap, tapping, but she always has it set to two times speed. So like, obviously imagine anyone listening to this podcast or that is a listener of me in general knows that you could never listen to my podcast in two times speed. Okay. That's fucking like sociopathic and criminal. Okay. And Taylor, every once in a while, she'll like send me a video like, oh, Walker got your podcast back up. And you know me, I'm like, fuck this, fuck that. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, it's just like running through. And Walker's just like, haha, Shannon, she, she. It's actually really sad. Walker's at the age now where she calls me Shannon, not she, she. I'm like, meh. But Lola still calls me she, she. I feel like they can call you Shishi forever. I still call you Shishi and I'm 30. <laughs> you can call me Shishi and you're 30. Well, so anyways, Taylor sends me this video and it's and she just sends me and it's her face. It's just like a blank expression and she's obviously so pissed off. And it's it's Novi, her youngest, who's a year old, like literally just screaming, crying, like actual tears because she doesn't talk yet. Then Lola is in the background going, mom, 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 mom. And then Walker has my podcast playing at two times speed on like high level volume. So it's like me going, <laughs> and Taylor was like, this is my personal personal hell <laughs> i was like oh my god dude holy shit holy these shit. are the days they go all those memes and or tiktoks that are like uh you know the song that's like you're gonna miss this you're gonna want this back and it's the kids being like no! <laughs> <laughs> and the moms are like when when will i want this back <laughs> The Let me you, know when. You just literally blew out my speaker in my ear holes. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, but it is. It's so true. Oh, oh. You, know, you know what, though? But I feel like it's one of those things you just, when you're in it, you just, you just, you're in it and you figure it out. I don't know. You do. You just grind. Again, God really gives his toughest battles to his strongest <laughs> soldiers. So, like, they figure it out. I know. Speaking of Speaking of God, you guys, um, Anna Grace and I are just giggling away because like, okay, so it's today's date is Thursday of this past week. You're going to listen to this podcast on Tuesday. And if you have AT&T, you know that AT&T went out, all the towers went out. And here's the thing. I am a God fearing woman. I, I go to church. I love God. But like, I just, I'm not a big doomsdayer. I'm not like, what is ever the chapter in the book that everyone says is coming back t- to happen. And like the, the, rev- not the revolution, but the. Um, um something is happening oh, big shit. big deal um, not what is book it of revelation is it that revelations the re- revelations is coming true not the revolution and, like, you know the world's ending <laughs> not the revolution <laughs> the revelation the book of revelations is coming true and everything is happening and, and the world's gonna end right i'm just like not a big doomsdayer like that and i know that it's like also i'm just like you guys it's an election year like the world is always ending like everyone turns into fucking chicken little when it's an election year year <laughs> the world is ending the sky is falling like th- th- whatever like everyone take a deep breath it's gonna be okay and i say that last election year was COVID, so <laughs> strap in motherfuckers oh but my god I- <laughs> No, it's like it's always election years. You know what I mean? So anyways, the AT&T towers go down. Obviously, there's been all these whispers of a cyber attack, whatever. And then this happens and everyone's like, oh, my God, it's coming true. It's happening. Everyone get your canned green beans and your water bottles stocked up in flashlights. I'm like, okay, But uh, me also like getting cans of green beans and water because my mom's like the world. My mom is a chicken little for sure. She's like the world's ending. So um, we were talking about it today because AT&T, all the towers went down and no one could talk. No one was on the cell phone. And Anna Grace did say she was like, I'll tell you what. It was actually pretty scary because you said you were I was, I was at on the, the airport, airplane. right? Yeah, I was literally on an airplane when everyone was like, hey, dear, dear, blah, 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 riding, riding on the airplane. Riding. 
She's like, yeah, everyone's been pretty vocal about it on airplanes. I'm like, okay, I take it back. That would actually be kind of crazy because here I am. And I was thinking about it and I was like, I'm in Nashville and everyone else's Taylor has AT&T. So hers was out, whatever. But I was like, I have Verizon. So like I'm coasting, like I'm Gucci, like nothing's happened to me. And then Anna Grace, what did you say? I, I go, I was like, bitch, this isn't a cyber attack. This is a marketing campaign. Everybody switched to Verizon. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, Verizon's doing this. Plot twist, Verizon shut down all the towers. And I'm like, oh my God, how could we have missed this? It's a Verizon smear campaign. Absolutely. Like, we're not being cyber attacked. Verizon's running for president. It's an electional year and AT&T's going down. Okay? And that's what's happening. I... And that's what's happening. So we figured it out. So for all your worldly news and updates on the world, Indine, just ask us because we could figure it all out. Okay? Yeah. I mean, the way that I didn't have access to social media or anything. I literally was in the car this morning and I was trying to send a text and all of a sudden it didn't go through. And I was like, weird, my phone says SOS, restart my phone. I'm like, weird, it's still saying that. And I'm like, dad, my dad's dropping me off at the airport. And my dad's phone says SOS. And I'm like, oh no, we for something happened. We scary. forgot to, like, I was like, maybe our auto draft. <gasps> you thought you forgot to pay a bill. <laughs> forgot to pay our bill. I'm like, maybe our auto draft, y'all, that is the one thing I will say. I'm, I'm pretty confident I'm still in like a family plan. I don't know. That's like the one thing phone-wise. Girl, just, everybody's still on their family plan. Not me. That is the one thing that I'll never forgive Sharon K and Vic for. They kicked me off when I was 16. But like, it's not weird. Everyone is still on their parents' plan. Like, that's just the thing. Because I'm pretty sure it's cheaper to stay on your family's plan. Well, unless you are my evil mother and father and kicked me off when I was 16. It, well, and you literally have to get a new phone number, which honestly sounds kind of nice. I would fuck around and get a new phone number at this point in my life so that no one could contact me ever <laughs> that has my phone number from 12 years ago. But anyways, so I just thought my dad forgot to pay the bill. And meanwhile, Shannon's gathering beans and rice and water. <laughs> <laughs> We're just returning into hunters and gatherers, and I'm cool with that. But listen, guys, the world's not fucking ending. The world can't end this year because me and Anna Grace are getting married this year. Okay, so... That can happen, and we're all going to be a-okay, although I will I will leave her unnamed, but I did have a guest that's coming to my wedding did say, like, so what's the, like, have you talked to the venue, and have you talked to them in case, like, the world does end, and I was like, ah, uh. <laughs> <laughs> nope, we just, <laughs> we just paid the deposits, we didn't, um, no, I didn't, when I reached out and paid the deposit for our venue, I didn't say what's the clause on the world ending, I figured... I might just not care about the deposit if the world does end. I'll probably, I'll probably, it'll be okay. Money won't exist. Just guns and torture. It, well, here's the thing. The reason I'm honestly so not afraid of the world ending because I'm pretty sure if the world ends, we just like all die and we immediately, I mean, I've already had a near-death experience. It's lovely. It's it's so nice. It's like the nicest yeah, thing Yeah, the ever. dinosaurs weren't worried about the world no, ending. No, no. Extinction. It would be fine. Also, if extinction, we all die, guys, we'd be fine. We'd, we'd, we'd be in a <laughs> we way better place. know what happened. Yeah. Also, Anna Grace is like, guys, the world's not ending. I'm psychic. I would know. So I'm holding on to that. <laughs> guys, I we quote this movie all the time, me and Anna Grace. If you've seen this movie, it's uh, got Dave, uh, what's his name? Dave Spears, Dave, David Spade. David Spade, it's called The Wrong Mindy. It is the funniest movie ever. It's just like a good old-fashioned laugh, and it's happy <laughs> Madison production so it's just like one of those kind of movies it's so fucking good and we always quote this line because like this girl's just batshit crazy in the movie but one of her things is she said she can like see the future in like a really like funny woo woo way like not like the actual way that Anna Grace is you know genuinely <laughs> a talented 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 yes, person yes. so anyways she she's like telling this guy she's like like also she's hammered on pina coladas and she's like oh yeah sorry she's like he's like well you have to tell me what's gonna happen and she's like oh um I don't know but I just like wouldn't you die in a really fiery plane crash and he's like 
what? Because they're in Hawaii. He's like, what? And she's like, yeah, sorry. And he's like, well, she's like, just don't get on any planes. And he's like, well, how am I going to get home from Hawaii? Do I have to move here now? She's like, she's like so drunk. And she goes, I don't know. Just get on my plane because I'm going to live for a very long, 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 long time. So I'm like, Anna Grace is already 1 million years old. So I'm just going to do whatever she says because she's going to live forever. Long, 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 long time. Honestly, in real life, my next door neighbor actually has been in two airplane crashes and everybody now, like all of his friends, which is crazy, like absolutely crazy. He he was like in some type of like military role though when that happened. So it it wasn't like a normal. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it wasn't like a service, but wow. Yeah, it wasn't like a typical Delta flight, but um now my next door neighbor is she's always saying like all of his friends like we have to get on the same plane as Garrett because there's absolutely no way no way there's no way he could get in another airplane crash <laughs> like there's just the statistics are so stacked against him <laughs> yeah it always makes me think of that I'm like so here's that, the, the wrong Mindy the wrong Mindy gonna live forever yeah that's a really good just, movie that's really just get on my plane I'm gonna live a long 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 time One thing about my clothing is I always care what's underneath it. And you guys are going to be obsessed. Now, I have loved Maiden Form for a very long time, but get a taste of M, which is a hot new collection of craveable intimates from Maiden Form, which again is a brand with a whole lot of history. They've been around forever. They've been around actually since the very first bras. And now they're bringing you a new kind of classic, the chicest basics you have ever seen. I am obsessed, truly obsessed. M is a collection from Maiden Form. So a brand with over 100 years of innovation and category leadership. Okay. So they get it. They wrote the book on bras. All right. And M is their next juicy chapter. So you got to feel it to believe it. Trust me when I tell you this stuff is yummy, buttery, soft fabric. Taylor was obsessed with how soft it was. It feels so much more expensive than they are because it is great style that won't break the bank. And honestly, it's just really flattering. I put on this set. So they have like panties, bras, whatever. And I put on this set and James was like, wow, that is so flattering. And I'm going to tell you, James doesn't ever really comment on my basics. And he really was like, that is so flattering because these designs are on trend, but they're made from stretchy, comfy fabrics and incredible colors that just suit everybody's body. So in can be worn as innerwear or outerwear. You can style it to your taste, create looks that serve for everyone or for no one to see. Okay. So it's really, really just the best ever for basics. Like I am telling you, I wear them underclothes. I wear them just as little like workout tops. Like they are the best. So if you guys want to try out these intimates, then get yourself some made informed, just visit maidenform.com and use probably pod 20 at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. That's M A I D E N F O R M.com. Use probably a pod 20 for 20% off your first order. Um, okay. So one thing that we just did when Anna Grace and I were just together and guys, sorry, we didn't record together. Um, Anna Grace is all for it. I was like, let's record when we're together. But then like, I was like, I want to just hang out with her mom. We were at her, um, childhood home with her mom, her dad, her sister. Like they're literally just the best people ever. We were with her sweet little nieces and, um, yeah, we went wedding dress shopping with Anna Grace for her dress. <laughs> Tell us about it. What were, let's break it down because Anna Grace and I, we're obviously both brides to be, and we were saying some stuff that was like honestly I just felt like so we were just hitting home on so many things and I go I go you know what no one ever talks about that no one ever says that we should talk about that so let's talk about if you're a bride to be or if you just already were a bride maybe you can resonate with some of the things we're saying but break it down tell me how your experience was because I've already kind of talked about my wedding dress experience so you talk about yours okay well first of all I feel like nobody says this one I fucking hate planning a wedding this is bullshit <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, the people that love it, I think literally are just in, they're in the industry already. They're like, that's why I loved it. Like I am not having a good time. Oh my God. Well, the fact that you still don't have a wedding planner right now is shaking me to my motherfucking core because I have a wedding planner and my mom who's like, has been a high level executive event planner for 40 years. So I really have nothing to complain about, but still I hate it. <laughs> but still somehow I still fucking hate it yeah I don't know I need to get one immediately because the your mom was talking about stuff that I was like oh never thought about that and then y'all were like telling me stuff details about your wedding I was like oh didn't think about that I need to do that and honestly like I it here's the good part we're only inviting 50 people so like they're our closest friends and family so like I just feel like they won't talk shit they'll be like oh bless it that wasn't bad (laughs) that was bad but you know they really love each other like it'll be fine like versus when you're putting on like a show for 200 friends and family like like you know you gotta like show up and show out well and that's my mom is like this is her this is her moment because she's first of all last this past week the day before we went wedding dress shopping me and my mom had to sit down and finalize the guest list gun to my head that was the worst that was (laughs) the worst thing we've ever had to do because my mom's like Anna Grace, we have to invite now Billy, Jimmy, Bob, because I worked with him for 14 years. And even though you haven't seen him since you were four, he saw you come out of the womb. And I'm like, what? Who are literally any of these people? I don't, they've never even laid eyes on Austin ever. I haven't seen them in literally 15 plus years. I told my mom, if I hadn't seen them in 10 years, it's a no. Like, what are we doing? (laughs) That's so generous, by the way. (laughs) I'm like, listen, here's the thing. It's a no. I know I moved away, but like, it's a no. Like, what are we doing? That's crazy because like, here's the thing about moms and dads and family members in general, because like a lot of people are really lucky and like, we're, ha- we're very blessed and lucky to have some help from our parents and his parents as well. And like it, when they're financially helping you, it's like, how do you tell them like, no, your friend from second grade that doesn't know me can't come like fuck off. My mom, I think she thinks people are going to like hate her or like unfriend her for life. It's like, I, finally I look at her and go, mom, I don't care if you're like, Anna Grace is just straight up being a twat. Blame it on me. Yeah, blame me. Blame me. Be like, Anna Grace said no. Cause realistically our number, we were at, we were at 200 people, like the first rough list. And we literally are only now doing our bridal party and both Austin and I's like family and extended family. And that's still, that's still 140 people. My mom has like a hundred people. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. Like literally like I had like a few extra friends that weren't in the bridal party. I had to cut them. I had to cut them. I was like, this Uh is. I had to cut him. <laughs> I was like, this is insane. So anybody listening, you're I'm like, so sorry. sorry. I know you're like, sorry. I know we're the dearest of dearest friends. But my mom said this guy did change her tire for like three <laughs> years straight. So like we had to cut ties, babe. Sorry. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Wedding planning is stressful. I yeah. try wedding planning in another country too. That's just I, I, a I, whole I, kit caboodle. I do not know how you're doing it. I really don't. When you were making, you were coding your own wedding website the other day, that almost sent me. <laughs> that like sent me to the moon. I was like, I'd be out. I'd be out. That was, yeah, that was a really, that was a certain level of uh, procrastination from other things in my life that I can't really get into because like I probably had so much shit to do. And I was like, you know what I should do instead? Code my own website. <laughs> I called you. You're like, all, you're like on your second cup of coffee, just like coding with your headphones in at a coffee shop. I was like, bitch, what are you doing? Why? What? <laughs> Wait, also what's crazy, I was about to make a joke about how I was about to shit my pants from not having, from having so much coffee, but like, how come I've been taking this parasite medicine every day and I'm still not shitting worms? Do you think maybe I don't have a parasite? Well, they could be really small and you maybe couldn't see them. Hate to bum me off. I, every time I poop, every time I get my flashlight and I lean in between my legs and I flashlight my 
number two. And James, I told him that, and he told me, maybe we could stop telling each other everything. <laughs> and and here's the thing, I know he meant it. I could, t- I knew he meant it. He was like, hey, me and you, we don't have to, we, we, we don't have to say everything to each other. And I was like, okay. Because we really do tell each other everything. Like we are really like, we are so, so close. And he's like, maybe not. Maybe not everything, baby. And I was like, okay. You said, okay, well, Austin and I did, we did a parasite cleanse like together at the same time, uh, maybe like a year and a half ago. And so like every time one of us would go to the bathroom, we're like, is everything all clear in there? Everything okay? But we didn't maybe get graphic with it, but um, mm. I, I actually- Did you ever see worms? No, I, I, well, no, because like the ones that you see on TikTok are like literally like a foot long and that's something crazy. That's like you were in Mexico doing something- you ate a pig off the street raw. Like, I don't know what happened, but like something, bad. which, which I would do, by the way, I would totally do some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you did something, you did some whack shit. Um, uh, unfortunately, Shannon knows how to do another GI map test. And I will say that my results came back. No parasites. So I'm clean as a whistle. That's fantastic. <laughs> can you explain to the people that didn't hear a podcast many, many moons ago? Uh, can you explain what you have to do for this GI mapping? Uh, Y'all, test? it's so fucking ratchet. And why do I get on this podcast and you always make me talk about poop? I don't talk about it with anyone I'm except so for you. Sorry. <laughs> like look, people are like, she's a nasty, dirty bird. And I don't she's talk about. She's a nasty little bird. <laughs> I'm like, I don't talk about poop with anyone. Actually, Shannon and I do talk about poop together, but not publicly, except for on this podcast, which is tricky because people are listening. Anyways. Okay. So I've been, on, I've been on like a really, <laughs> a really weird. Thank you so much for listening, by the way. <laughs> Thank you to all my listeners. Thank you to all my listeners. Thank you guys for bringing me back um, <clears throat> time and time again. So I've been on a really interesting health journey. Uh, when I went to the Bahamas, I randomly found out I was diagnosed with an autoimmune illness. And I, I basically called Shannon. My doctor was so urgent. She like acted like I was going to die. I said my goodbyes to Shannon. I'm like, listen. She she didn't act like you were going to die. She was telling you, you have to come back from out of the country right now. Like then your numbers say you should be dead. <laughs> I was like, okay. Here's the thing. It's uh, I literally am Mindy. I'm like, uh, girl, I feel good. I'm going to live for a long, 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 long time. Like, no you're like first of all you're lying oh no first of all i call austin i'm crying and he's like are you sure they didn't spill the blood they actually like that that can't be right i'm like austin they didn't they tested my blood like he's like are you sure it wasn't like seals blood i mean that just couldn't even be right i'm like what seals blood he's like you're the healthiest person i know he's like in such denial anyways Here's the thing. They, they do say that sometimes supplements or other things can make your blood work crazy. Here's the thing. I still do have something weird going on, but you know what? I'm not going to claim it because I'm a magical unicorn and I'm going to clear this. But it sent me right back down the old rabbit hole the first time where I was like trying to figure out what's going on because I have like some intense food allergies, which we think is the root of the issue. So enter scene. I go back to the doctor. They're like, you're gonna have to do a GI map test. And I was like, fuck, not again, not again because literally they ship you a little kit in the mail it comes in the mail you open the kit and it literally has a tray like a tray that you would like buy corn dogs at a baseball game like a little just like fucking cardboard tray thing like french fries I hate it so in. much i know i hate it so much well you have to literally poop in the tray and then you there comes with a little scooper and you scoop the scooper and put it into like a test tube and shake it up it's the most foul thing ever and i like i really do i don't i don't love a bodily fluid like nurses i don't know how you guys do it i love you and i respect you because i would i couldn't i could it's my own waste and and it's yours and it's yours and you're literally like i could not do it i would literally be like that is so foul like that last time you did it you were like i felt really animalistic like i should not be touching my own waste like this is like like, you're like a cat cat just like 
Yes. I'm like your cat. That's like, we obviously we grew up like I grew up on the lake on the water. And it's so weird because like we are, all of our cats have litter boxes, of course, but they have this like weird obsession. Every cat we've ever had with going out to like the lake where we have like dirt and sand and, and pooping in the lake and then covering it up with sand. <gasps> And we'll just watch him out there. And I'll be like, oh, our cat's name was Zachy. I'm like, Zachy's out there again, just fucking clawing in the dirt. And I'm like, we swim out there. This is sick. This is how I used to get pinworms growing up. Because our cats are just shitting in our backyard. I bet you fucking did. I bet you still have them. <laughs> I bet I might still have pinworms. Oh, my God. Those are the worst. When you're a little girl, they, like, make your little booty hole itch. Oh, God. I, I don't know if I had those. <laughs> You know when dogs run, you know when dogs like grab their hind legs and they just like scoot themselves against the floor with their butthole? <laughs> that would be me. I would just be like rubbing my butt on stuff. My mom would be like, Shannon, come here. <laughs> you got pinworms. <laughs> Not the pinworms. Yeah, see, I don't think I, I don't think I had those, but see, I didn't also have a Zacky in the back like shitting in my backyard pool, swimming pond. <laughs> shitting in the fucking back. <laughs> <laughs> oh how did I turn out the way I did honestly I'm still pretty rooted in all that but it's just like crazy I'm like not not our cat shitting behind our double wide <laughs> Megan pinworm from the sandbox crazy it's only made you uh, stronger well, it's only made me stronger one thing about me and James is we are psycho obsessed with good cheats. And I'll tell you, when we go out of town, we love going out of town, we love traveling. But when we get home, there's nothing better than crawling into your sheets that are so amazing. And we are picky. We're picky. And we use Bowl and Branch because Bowl and Branch, well, first of all, Taylor told me about them. That's how I found out about them. They're amazing. And she always knows really good high end stuff. Okay. But what do you do when you're shopping online? You jump to the reviews, okay? You wanna see what customers actually think, but here's the thing, Bolin Branch did the hard work for you, okay? So in a recent customer survey, 96% of people said that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash, and that is tried and true for me and James because sometimes you have sheets that like the more you wash them, the worse they get, and then you eventually just have to buy new ones, but these are the 100% organic cotton, which is like really rare, honestly. And their signature weave feels buttery, breathable, and it just unlocks new levels of softness with every single wash. Okay. So you really can feel the difference and they have a 30 night worry-free guarantee, which is amazing. I mean, it's just like the quality, the quality without the price tag, which is really nice because they do not break the bank on this. It's helped us sleep better at night. Like I said, we just genuinely get home and we love, love, love to crawl into our bed and you can just, it's a difference you can feel. So if you guys want this unmatched softness that gets softer with every wash, you can try a bowl and branch. It's natural, hundred percent organic cotton. That's traceable from a family farm to your family home. So it's, it's luxurious sheets without any toxins or harsh chemicals, which we love to see. Okay. 11,000 reviews and they are designed to feel incredible for all sleepers. Also, they have like 13 versatile colors, all sizes. They got twin all the way up to California King. So if you guys want these amazing sheets, Try Bolin Branch, sleep better at night with the softest sheets from Bolin Branch. Get 15% off your first order when you use code probably at bolinbranch.com. That's Bolin Branch, B O L L A N D branch.com. Promo code probably. Exclusion supply, see site for details. All right, well, in a pivotal switch, because once again, how do we get here? Um, tell me about wedding dress shopping. <laughs> Um, yeah, but any, uh, here's the thing I will say for anybody who has any type of, um, stomach problems this is a super helpful test. They can tell you literally everything you need to know about what's going on inside. Shannon, you also probably need to do it. I'm going to make you do one at some point. <laughs> You're going to make me do it. It's like what's your it wedding again? GI mapping. It's a GI map test. Yeah. And you figure out what the fuck is going on inside and it's, there's a lot, there's a lot going on inside. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm just like staring into space thinking about doing it. It's crazy. Okay. Well, 
pooping aside, how was uh, wedding dress shopping? Well, I know because I am obsessed, obsessed, obsessed with the dress that you got. I mean, I literally loved it. It's it's amazing. But walk me through the process that you had. Okay, so <clears throat> Jen and I are on a parallel timeline as always. So we really had like we went through like the same like wave of emotions. It's so funny because we're just going back and forth, like doing the exact same thing to each other. I'm like, lol. Okay, so. Basically, I went into wedding dress shopping. Like, I knew the place that I wanted to go because it's a really fabulous, fabulous location in Memphis. And I knew I wanted to go there. My sister got her dress there. And I just, like, set the intention of the universe. I was like, here's the thing. I'm not going on some, like, wild goose hunt for six months, taking my whole family, flying them to Miami, like, trying on a thousand dresses. Because I'm just, I'm going to this dress store. I like it. Shannon's coming into town. I want my best friend, my sister, my mom, and then my mom's best friend was there too. That was our crew. It was an A squad. I was like, I want to find the dress with my people. It is what it is. Like, I'm just like, I'm not going on like a, some people really do go on like a journey, a journey through time. I also, well, yeah. Some people I think just tell me like, like, oh, I went here and then I went here and then you've got to go to this place because everyone, everyone has an opinion about a wedding, right? So like everyone's like, oh, you have to go here in New York. Oh, you have to go here in Florida. Oh, you have to try this place. And it can get really daunting because also when, when the world is at your fingertips, like it is for us, it's really like with everyone for the internet and stuff, you, you're like, oh, you could just go straight to the website of that dress store and see all the pretty dresses. And then you're like, oh wait, they do have beautiful ones. So should I go there? Do I know that what I got is great? It's, it's a daunting experience. There, well, one, it's like no pressure, just like the biggest, most important outfit of your whole entire life on the right. one time you ever get married in your whole entire human existence. You're like, fuck, okay. And don't mess Damn. it up. <laughs> yeah. And don't mess it up. And so, and have fun. They're like, and have fun. And it should be like a really sentimental time. You're like, fun. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, and that, that really was, I will say, like, I went into it. This is like back when I was a wardrobe stylist. I would always say like, don't pull inspiration for things like that because you will like set an unrealistic expectation. Like with my clients, I'd be like, don't hold on to this like look that looks fabulous on someone else because they don't look like you, you know, and it could look completely different and they could have a completely different budget and a completely different theme and blah, 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 blah. So that's really good advice too. Well, you know, I always tell people like a good stylist, this is how you know the difference between a good stylist and a bad stylist. A good stylist really shouldn't ever have like a Pinterest board of like copy paste the same looks they put on multiple clients. You know what I mean? They're like, this is a formula. Yeah. Cause you want to, you want to like sit down with the person and get to know them and allow their authentic self-expression to show through versus just like copy and pasting the same outfit on all of the same people, but like in different colors or different variations. You want to like accentuate their essence, right? Right. That's such a good point. Okay. True. So anyways, if you're ever working with a stylist and you, you, you'll know, you'll know the ones that you're like, wow, everything they do looks the exact same, just like a different person. And like, we're all different and we have different bodies and it just, that's wanna... a really good thing to apply to wedding dress shopping too. Like everyone, you shouldn't just have like a Pinterest board full, which I did had a Pinterest board board full of stuff. And then like, I did actually try on it. You know this, I went and tried on this dream dress that I've had on my Pinterest board for five years mm-hmm. and it was a little underwhelming and I wasn't this gorgeous Italian model that was literally in Italy. I even was like, Oh my God, it's meant to be. I found this just five years ago. They're taking the pictures of the, of the model in this dress in Italy. Like I was like, but I'm not her. I don't have her boobs. I don't have her body. And I put the dress on. It didn't flatter me the same way. And I was like, wait, I don't, like this on me, but it was what I envisioned. So then I kind of got my hopes up because I was like, but this was supposed to be the perfect dress. This was supposed to be what I wanted. I almost bought it five years ago when I was dating someone else. Cause I was like, well, I might as well go ahead and get it now. Like that is setting a really unrealistic expectation for yourself. Yeah. Well, and then it kind of takes the fun out of like actually being in the moment and being like, oh, I'm just going to kind of play dress up, which is 
which is what happened right. when you actually found your dress. You know what I'm saying? You're like, oh, we so true. Yeah, so true. I went to New York and I was actually just trying on dresses for our engagement shoot. I don't know if I even told this to the podcast yet. Guys, it's kind of hard for me to keep up with because that one time I recorded a podcast and then I had to re-record it. So I was like, wait, what did I fucking say or not say? So anyways, I don't know if I've said this or not, but when I found my dress in New York, I was actually just going there to try on dresses for my engagement shoot. And then I happened to try on a couple and Taylor had flown in. So I was like, I might as well try on a couple wedding dresses. And then I was like, oh, and I didn't want to take it off for 45 minutes. And I was obsessed. And I was like, this is my dress. But you're so right. I went in with the intention of just kind of like having fun. Yes, exactly. It's like when you go in the intention of being like, I just want to play dress up. I just want to be a princess. I'm going to have fun. That's the energy that you want to find. Like the big, maybe it's not a wedding dress for everyone listening, but like the look, like that's whatever you have going on. Your graduation outfit, your some big moment in your life. Vacation or right. So yeah, true. yeah, yeah. I feel like I, I just have learned this because I worked in fashion for many, many moons before I do the work that I do now, which I'm still in fashion, but she's my forever love. But I will say that is, I'm like, not to brag, but I know I was a good stylist because I would sit down with my person. I would learn everything about them. And then I'd be like, okay, we're going to like create this from inside my brain versus based off of what I know about you. So I was applying my own styling advice to myself. Your own theory. Yes. I was like, I'm going in blind. Everyone could be like, do you know what you want? I'm like, girl, I'm going in blind as bat. Not a clue. Girl, no. No. Okay, so you went in. We had the best time ever. We played dress up. We had so many. Anna Grace had the best thing ever happened to her, which is she like couldn't decide between like three basically, which is a good thing to have. And how did you decide what you wanted to do? You just kind of like it just felt right to you or what? Okay, well, well, the reason that I think I was um, teetering back and forth, well, it came down to two. And I was telling Shannon that if you've never tried on wedding dresses before, this is the interesting part. Cause I've never, I've never been in a wedding dress or even like a really like fancy gown. I mean, I don't know, like prom, like when have I been in like a floor length, like super True. elegant gown, like very rare. Um, so there was one dress that I put on and I like, I'm like, Oh my gosh, like you, I just looked so like, you like, I look like a bride. Like it's so like bridal. And it was, right. it was a little bit more like traditional bridal. Like other, I had probably seen other people do something similar, but you're like, when it's on you in the moment, you're like, Oh my God, I literally look like I'm about to say I do right now. Like I'm getting Which is married. a good feeling it is. when you're trying on dresses. You're like, Oh my God, it's that moment that everyone talks about where you're like, Oh, Oh my God, stop. I'm getting married. What the fuck? Like this is, I am a bride. Like it is a good feeling, but then you're like, wait, am I just feeling that way because I feel like a bride or do I actually love the stress or what's, what is happening? You have to like fucking work through all these things in your brain. Yeah. You have to kind of like sift through and the dress that I ended up getting, you know, it was like the third dress that I tried on or the second, it was like right smack dab in the very, very beginning. So I was like, I've literally, and I loved it. I was like, oh wow, this looks fantastic on me. Like it fit my body perfectly. I was like, yes boobs looked great. Like everything was just looking good. And, but I was like, but I've only put on two dresses. Like I can't, you know, I can't stop now. Right. Right. It's so true. It's so true. (laughs) You got to keep going. Okay. Well, this is the part where it gets like a little hairy because I had on another couple other dresses. Obviously I wanted to try on at least like, I think I tried on 10 total, which still doesn't really seem like that many. I, I don't know how many I thought people tried on, but Well, here's the thing too. You also like when you go into these stores, like they don't say like you can be here all day. Like you have an appointment, you, a very nice like store, like you set an appointment, you go there and you know that of course they're not going to rush you out, but like you've got about an hour and a half, two hours to make a decision. right? Right. And so here's the thing too. Also, 
I got this advice from Bridget um, whenever I was asking her about wedding dress shopping and stuff. And she was like, take so many pictures, take so many videos, like go back so you can go back and look at them because the people at the dress store took a couple. But like I was in there. It's Anna Grace's mom was like, I didn't know if I was being like overbearing or not, but I think everyone did say they were really thankful for it. But I My was, mom was up in so that happy. <laughs> she was so fucking happy you were there. I was in the trenches. I was like, I'm going to get an angle from every angle. And then I'm going to get a photo from every angle. And then I'm going to get a video from every angle. And then I'm going to show her what it would look like if she was holding the phone from this angle so she could see what she looked like from there there down up all around and then like by the time we were done I'm not kidding I took 455 photos and videos 455 I was like I'll put these in a shared album question mark question mark like but it was it was it was good to have all those things you could go back and look so that's another good advice to like have Bridget was very right it's nice to be able to go back and look at the dress photographed and see what you look like in it not just like when you're staring at yourself in the mirror and you're like we am a bride but to like see yourself from the outside looking in I'm so literally you guys Shannon gets best friend MVP of the whole entire world for coming because she, she was breaking her back she was like in a fucking squat she was in a back bend at one point she's like hanging from the chandelier there was a, like four tripods running at all times and Shannon worked overtime so thank you Shannon my mom was like thank god Shannon was there I would have never been able to get any of that content I was like I know all right January has come and gone y'all but it is not too late to start a New Year's resolution. And I ain't talking about working out or eating healthy, which are great things to do. Don't get me wrong. But here's the thing. Make your New Year's resolution using a natural deodorant that you can actually use all over. Lumi is a game-changing whole body deodorant. I said that right, whole body, okay? You can use it wherever you want because it's designed by an OBGYN to work not only on pits, but also on your feet, your lady bits, everywhere else we get odor, no matter where you use it. Lumi is clinically proven to block odor all day long thanks to its one-of-a-kind pH optimized formula, okay? So they've got over 275,000 five-star reviews online to show for it. And I mean, that's just always a telltale sign when you've got people just reviewing it with five stars. But here's the thing. Like they said, it's it's made and designed by an OBGYN. So this pH optimized formula, it really is just so cool. Okay, so here's the thing that I love. I use personally their deodorant. I use their toasted coconut, but I really do. I use it on my armpits and I also, I use it on my under boobs because sometimes I just be getting sweaty and it's really, really nice to have that. Like you can use it anywhere, pits, under boobs, thigh folds, belly button, butt cracks, your feet, like whatever you want. And it's proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Okay. So unlike certain deodorants that try to mask odor with fragrance, etc., Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid. Okay. So that is way above my pay grade, but but it stops the odor before it starts. So it's more like a pre-deodorant. Baking soda-free, paraben-free, like I said, pH balanced, so it's safe for use below the belt. And it's just clinically proven to control odor better than shower with a soap, okay? So 12 hours after the shower, the average person has an odor level of 6 out of 10. Now that's stanky, all right? With Lumi, the average odor level is 0 out of 10, which is just amazing. So if you want to get a Lumi starter pack, which is perfect for new customers, it comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like a mini body wash or deodorant wipes, whichever you want and free shipping. So as a special offer for my listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code probably at lumideodorant.com. Now that equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code probably. That's Lumi, L-U-M-E deodorant.com. But here's where the problem also ensued. So she picks her dream dress. It's absolutely gorgeous. We loved it. She loved it. Everyone was so thrilled. We get back to the house. I'm eating the most delicious steak dinner. Her mom is making me 
freshly homemade limoncello shots that she fermented herself. Her mom's out of this fucking world. Her mom is telling me Italian traditions that I should implement in my wedding. I'm like, I literally love, I'm never leaving your house, Anna Grace. I'm staying here forever. We are having steak Diane. Her mom actually almost set the house on fire. I'm not kidding. That was kind of fucking crazy. <laughs> she did. <laughs> the house, <laughs> it really did go all the way up. That's because my mom She's be making- drinking and cooking like heavily at the same time. <laughs> and I love her for it. And, and she's making us homemade gluten-free lava cake for her daughter. Like we're just, we're just having the best time. Anna Grace looks at me. We're telling me. I'm. T- I'm probably just talking way too much. I'm blah, blah 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 blah. I've got them eating out of the palm of my hands. I'm telling jokes. We're having the best time. Anna Grace looks at us amidst me having the time of my life. <laughs> she looks at me and she looks at all of us. And she goes, guys. Wait, I think I like hate my dress. <laughs> we're like. Her sister goes, what? And I go, what? And you were like, wait, yeah, I feel like I shouldn't have got this dress. <laughs> we were like, what the fuck? And I looked at Anna Grace and I go, dude, dude, I know exactly how you feel. You are fucking crazy and you're wrong, but I know exactly how you feel. And she's like pulling up photos. She's like, do we even like this? She's going back to other photos. She's like, should I go back? She's like, I also just realized I never even looked at dresses. Like I just let them pull dresses for me. She starts running down this like list of things that she could have, would have, should have. And I do what I think is the right thing to do in that moment. And I tell her, listen, because you don't want to ever tell someone no. Like, it's her wedding. She can do whatever she wants. So I said, listen, let's, we can go back tomorrow. We can call the store. They were lovely. I'm sure they wouldn't mind. If you want to go back tomorrow, we can try on some more. You can go through all the racks and you can look at some more dresses yourself. You can try on some more. If you don't think that's the one, you know, you have that option. And she was like, right. And I was like, but let's talk through this. Why do you think you don't like it? And then we, you know, we have all these conversations. And then Anna Grace came to this conclusion. First of all, she immediately got over it. Because I also told her, I was like, not to make this about me, but we are getting married at the same time. So like, I really do have to tell you how this literally happened to me too. I was like laying in bed one day. I was like fast asleep. And I was just like, my, I wasn't fast asleep, but I was like about to fall asleep. And my eyes just like, bing, like popped open. And I was like, oh, I hate my dress. Oh no, I hate my dress. Like guys I already paid for it. Side contract and everything. I was like, oh, I hate it. And then I <laughs> obsessively went through all these photos and videos. And I was like, oh no, I fucking hate it. I'm making a huge mistake. And then I realized like, I don't, I'm just like, it's so hard because like I said before, they make you get these dresses nine months in advance and you're yep. just like, that's so much fucking time. Am I going to change my mind? But Anna Grace came to this conclusion once she decided she was crazy and this happens to everyone. And Anna Grace's sister too, who got married, what, four years ago, five years ago? Like she was six, like, yeah six or eight years ago. I don't know. She was like, she goes, guys, I also did this. And I was like, we were like, you did. How interesting. She goes, yep, I did that. And she goes, and then you put it on, on your wedding day. And you're like, oh my God, my dreams come true. My fairy tale. I literally love this dress so much. (laughs) And, and I was like, so true. And then Anna Grace came to this conclusion. She said this. And I was like, wait, that, I love that. I love that you just said that. That's so true. I've never heard anyone say that before. And I need to say it for any brides to be, or just people in general. Like this is such a good point to make. And it can be applied to way more than just wedding dresses. Obviously wedding dresses are feel a lot more dramatic and like a burden but like this could be applied to like that vacation dress you like have just been dying to wear or anything in your life like this is a great thing and say it oh okay i was i thought you were gonna explain it and go action say it now well i mean basically this is what i was saying and also shannon i want you to chime in because i told you and you like it registered so profound and honestly i don't even know what the fuck i was talking about kind of forgot but basically i was saying here's the thing when you go wedding dress shopping and the reason that I was spiraling too, is it because it is nine months away, 10 months, away, whatever. It's a fucking long time away. You have to decide in one hour and two, I also had a theme. And when I got there, I completely forgot about the theme, like completely like threw everything out the window. It was just like, I love the dress pretty. I'll buy it. Right. And then I was like, and Shannon and I, this is the thing. We're also impulsive. We're also like, love it. Looks great. Titties popping slay. And then you like, you, yep. like, you step out of the portal and you're like, Oh my God, I didn't try out. Like I, I looked back at all the photos that Shannon took and I realized like all the dresses kind of looked, they were kind of like, 
in this similar-ish. Like, there was a few styles that looked really similar. And I was like, oh, my God, should I have gone rogue and tried on, like, something with, like, a fucking feather boa coming out of my ear? Like, I don't know. Like, should I have – like, I, I feel like I, I should have, like, looked around more. Like, you have all these thoughts where you're like, oh, my God, I should – whatever. And I looked at Shannon when we got home, and I go, listen, here's the thing. Wedding dress shopping is one of those things where you and I, we could go wedding dress shopping for six more months up until our wedding day. And we would probably find a dress somewhere else along the way that we love. But at some point, it's like all things in life. You just got to fucking pick something and commit to it. You just got to choose. You got to make a decision. And I was like, wait, you're so right. Because I was going back in my, because like I live a very privileged life. I could go to a bunch more stores. I, I could pick whatever dress I wanted, but she's right. I could go to five more stores and I would find five more dresses that I'm obsessed with. But at some point in life, this could be, maybe it, just, maybe it hit me so profoundly. People are listening to this like, that's not fucking profound, bitch. But like it hit me so hard because in life, like you just have to make a decision. Like you have to fucking just say, okay, yes, I could try a thousand more things. And then I even equated it back to like relationships, like your husband, like your fiance like you you are I've said this before there is someone out there for me that is better for me better suited for me everything a, a little bit better truly in every single factor than James is for me there is someone out there that's better for me than James and there's someone out there for James that's better for him than me but that's not the point the point is that we pick each other we choose each other and we decide to make this work and that we will be together every single day of our lives now I'm not gonna lie me and James do kind of seem like soulmates the way we met kind of feels like maybe there really isn't anyone else out there for us but besides the fact like anyone that's getting married, you can attest to this. Like, I'm sure there's someone out there that's better for you, technically speaking, but that's not your husband. You work every day and you decide every day to make that person your husband because you made a decision. You made a decision that you would love him for the rest of your life. So again, we're getting really deep here and people might have already turned this off if they're like, why the fuck are they still talking about wedding dresses? But it's (laughs) deeper than that. It's not about the pasta. It's not about the wedding dress. It's about like making decisions and knowing that like you got to just commit to something. Like at the end of the day, like we could find 500 prettier dresses. Or, or or just as pretty dresses but like we found this one we selected this one the wedding industry tells us they need nine fucking months to create these dresses apparently so like we were we're that's it, it- it's it. And, and you know, there was actually a Black Mirror episode on this. I don't know if you ever saw it. I actually fucking hate Black Mirror because it wigs me out and I don't like it at all. But for some reason, I saw this episode. Do you know what I'm going to say? I watched the one where they made the guy fuck the pig and I, I never watched it again. Ew, fuck. I wish I hadn't even heard that. I didn't see that one. Okay. <laughs> God, I like, I, I literally hate like the way that I tell you the inside of my brain is like fucking sparkling and there's like fairies singing and unicorns dancing around. Like, I don't want to see anything else that does not like, that's why I watch teeny bopper bullshit, dumb TV. And Shannon makes fun of me and says I have terrible taste, but I do. I live her movies. She's like, let's watch the kissing booth. I'm like, no, she's like, okay, fine. That's fine. Let's watch to all the boys I've loved before. I'm like, no, she's like, okay, fine. Let's watch how to lose a guy in 10 days. I'm like, no. Dude, honestly, to all the boys I love before is a great movie. <laughs> I watched it so much during quarantine. Okay. But anyways, what I'm saying, there was this Black Mirror episode, which I don't know how I actually saw it, but they're, they're couples that are married together, but there's like this like DNA sample that you can do and you can like send it in. And they like, I guess like, honestly, it was a long time ago. I don't want to botch the plot, but basically they, there's a service that will find your like 100% positive soulmate match based off of your DNA. And so, like, the concept was, like, kind of fucked up because, like, a lot of these people were, like, happily married in love. But, like, some of them, the curiosity was killing them because they're like, well, what if there's someone else out there better for me? And some people were a match for each other and some people, like, weren't. And then they're like, oh, my God, who's this person? They, like, kind of became obsessed with them. So 
it probably goes back to because Black Mirror was always trying to like make a point about other like it was always trying to say this is actually happening in real life like this shit happens and it was probably trying to show us that like social media like in the age of social media like there's always something better shinier brighter better hotter more abs funnier bigger blue eyes like sexier like there's always something else out there and the same for women like it can cause a serious problem in people's relationships because we live in the day and age where a guy can just open his phone and see like something so much better than what's sitting in front of him and you have to like again you have to choose to be with the person that you're with and not just think that there's something better out there Oh, well, like if you live in a constant state of always thinking the grass is always greener, like lit and like you act on that, like it's okay sometimes to like look at someone's social media and be like, damn, that's pretty cool. Like that's going to happen. Like literally comparison is the thing sure. of joy, like a cliche, but it is so true. But at the end of true. the day, like, yeah, if you live in a constant state of the grass is always greener and you're actually acting on that, like you are literally never going to experience any happiness or joy or stability or constant in your life ever, because like you can't ever be satisfied with anything. And, and honestly, like I always tell people that too, like, you know, all the work that I do in Akashic records and doing readings for people, I always tell people like right and wrong don't really exist. Good and bad don't really exist. Like when people are like, like, should I move across the country and like pursue this job and like do all these things? And I'm like, here's the thing. There's no wrong answer. Same thing with us picking a dress. There's no wrong answer. Like we were placed, I was in Memphis at the right time. That dress came to me. I put it on. I loved it. It looked great on me. Boom. That was my path. It was a great path. It was the path that I was on. It happened for a reason. Sure. We can go on social media and look at a million more brides and be like, oh shit, should I have done this? Should I have done that? But that's just like, that's just like some mental fuckery. Like there's no wrong path. There really isn't like right and wrong are not real because you're not going to fuck up because where you're meant to be is where you're meant to be. Exactly. All right, guys, let me break this down for you. Have you ever gotten undressed only to realize that you are in fact in front of an open window and this happened all the time in New York. Okay. And how do you feel? How do you feel exposed? vulnerable? Well, going online without using ExpressVPN is like being naked in front of a floor to ceiling window. There are creepers out there. Okay. And they can see and record, like I'm really not trying to scare you guys, but this is true, everything you do online, even in so-called private browsing mode, all right? So I used to think private browsing mode was the end-all be-all. It is actually not. So the next time you go online in private browsing or incognito mode, look at the fine print and you'll see that your browsing activity is actually visible to a ton of people like your internet provider, your school, or even your employer. And that's because when you use the Wi-Fi at work, a hotel, Airbnb, or even at the home, the owners of that Wi-Fi can also see everything that you're up to. All right. Now imagine all those people getting a list of everything you've ever clicked on. Kind of freaking scary. Okay. And kind of worse than being naked in front of a window, isn't it? And that is why I never go online without ExpressVPN. If ExpressVPN is an app that sends 100%, you guys, 100% of my traffic through their encrypted servers so that my browsing history cannot be seen by anyone. It's like a super, super mega incognito mode that actually works. All right. Plus ExpressVPN works on all my devices. I can use my phone, TV, iPad, I always travel with my iPad, so I like this, or computer to browse, shop, watch, download, whatever I want without the whole world knowing it, all right? And it's really important to me. I started using ExpressVPN whenever I was traveling all the time just because I kind of found out that when you do travel, you're always connecting to a hotel or a coffee shop or whatever. And I didn't like the idea that anyone could just see what I was doing. So make sure that you protect your online activity with the VPN that I trust to keep me private. Visit expressvpn.com slash probably today. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash probably to get an extra three months free. Expressvpn.com slash probably.
And here's another thing that I'm going to say, which is really ironic for the fact that we're two bitches and just been talking about wedding dresses for 30 minutes. But like, it's not that fucking deep. Like, it's really not that deep. And that's what I keep telling myself about this wedding. Like, I should probably get a planner. And again, still, like, if you're an Italian wedding planner, I only want you to be in Italy. You have to be there. But like, I still need to get one. But I just keep telling myself, like, it's just not that deep. Like, it's one day of the year. Like, I love James so much. Everyone there is going to feel the love we have. Like, if something goes wrong or a, a ray or something doesn't happen, like, I'm just going to be like, LOL, smiley face. Like, live in Levita local like I don't I just feel like weddings aren't that fucking deep well also like to be the most deepest thing that we're doing like the love is deep but like I just feel like whatever like people are like what's your plan if it rains I'm like it rains I don't know like we get wet for a little bit then we go inside to have dinner I don't know like I'm just I know people don't believe me and maybe I literally am saying all this and then I'm gonna be a like fucking chaotic mess when it comes time like I'm just like it's not that fucking deep well also it really is crazy like every year I feel like societally like wedding culture has just gotten like people talk about it now like how wedding culture has gotten out of control and how it's kind of like reverting back like people aren't really doing as much like traditional like you know making 57 bridesmaids like do all these things that we used to do I think people have kind of like got their head around the fact that you're like okay maybe we were doing a little bit too much and but everyone still deserves to have their day and have their moment and to be celebrated totally absolutely but I think that like you and I definitely have like both just knowing both of our setups and kind of the, the dynamic that we're working with it's like we're making it very our own and we're taking a lot yeah. of pressure off which is why the the funniest thing is that like Shannon we had like such a blast picking my dress to go back to it and it wasn't even that I was that I hated it I was like I don't know if maybe I did say that I don't know if I did but I think I was just like oh shit did I make a, like, a, like did I just make a very rash decision and like not actually try on any of the other things and also I had this like theme like there, we, I have a wedding theme I can't tell you guys sorry it's a secret I'd have to <laughs> kill all of you um I do have a wedding theme and like when I got there like completely forgot about it like I mean really did take my own stylist brain and said threw everything out the window but I was like right. wait, I do like actually kind of like I had like actually like kind of a direction I wanted to go and I just went rogue and then when we got home I was like what the fuck you guys I looked at all the I was like not one of these was like actually what I thought I was gonna do or say which I think is what everyone says when you go wedding dress shopping right um, so anyways I, I slept on it and then the next day I was like oh okay crisis averted I'm back Shannon's like I love my dress I'm like I love my dress too <laughs> yeah we I was like the same thing happened to me I literally was like the next day like oh else my face this is the most beautiful dress I've ever seen in my life never mind <laughs> I told Shannon too. I go also like, I hate to blame it on this, but I really am. I'm about to start my period any second and I be acting up. I mean, I just really get like, so like, I get so like critical I'm telling about things. You. I'm like, and I really now that it. I'm off my birth control and I'm just like evo existing with my actual female hormones inside of me. Like I, when it's two days before my period, I'm running amok. I am an absolute vigilante. Like I literally, I'm a menace. I'm a menace to myself. Like I am the, I am chicken little. The world is ending. The sky is falling. Like it me. So I, I love the word. Menace. I get it. I really and I know and Shannon and I were like you really hate to play into the stereotype you're like girls are crazy before the period I'm like you don't get it you don't get you it, don't get it. <laughs> but like you don't know real, what it's like for real you don't get it I know it's it's crazy I really never um when I was on birth control I never PMS and that's the only difference I didn't I don't really have that many differences between being on and off I know some people experience like total differences this is not me telling everyone to get off birth control I just did it because I do kind of like want to have some fertility just like figured all that out anyways it doesn't matter what works for me doesn't work for everyone else this is not me saying get off birth control but I'm saying that was my personal journey and I didn't notice that many differences so like some people it changes their life for the better getting off and for me I was like oh it's kind of the same but I was like oh 
I experience what everyone talks about, what the movies talk about, what like Hollywood makes it out to be. Like I really am a sociopath before my period, like a literal fucking sociopath crying on the whim for nothing. I'm just like so upset. You know, I will say though, because I had an IUD and then I got it out. Every month got better. Like I I went on like a little holistic journey. I took some like Chinese Mm -hmm. herbs. Every month did get better. And we talked about this too. I'm I'm trying to get Shannon on my like organic hoo-ha fucking period panties journey. Like it it does get better. I'm like, I use organic tampons now only 100% cotton. She's like, really? I just bleed into underwear. I was like, oh my God. literally if you think about it you know i one of my friends sold me on this and I, everyone always is like oh my god period panties but they're so gross they're not because if you think about it your body is trying to shed and release and when you put something up there and you plug it it actually makes your cramps worse because it's trying to like contract and like release things and then what do we do we put a fucking plug in it like it, it like i'm not saying i mean here's the thing like sometimes you got to do what you got to do if i'm going to the beach like i'm not going to just be fucking out there free bleeding but like <laughs> you gotta like but it makes sense no like, from please a don't do that there are literal sharks <laughs> oh my god uh, anna just, grace gets eaten by a shark i'm like the fucking period panties <laughs> what is it called when you like chum in the water you like oh fish blood. Uh, no yeah they're like putting fish blood out there and it's like it's literally me i'm shark bait god that would be so scary no so i wouldn't do that because that feels reckless but i'm just saying for like other people but for every day for every day i get it i get it if we're just going to the office maybe we should stop plugging ourselves up well, uh, also, too, like, people are, like, doing it with, like, scented things that, like, re- really is super bad. Girl, me, I used to be, again, this is not trying to throw any shade, do you, but I'm just here to say, if you if you really get down to the nuts and bolts of it, why was I using Tampax Pearl, which is literally shoving perfume into my hoo-ha? It's so crazy because I've always been the kind of girl that's, like, I don't put any scented soap near near my vagina. Like, I, I really have been that way since I was a little girl. I'm, like, I don't, I don't put anything scented, only all natural or anything, like, bland. Like, I don't use any of those fucking little scented soaps that promise your pH balance will change and all that I don't fuck with that shit and here I am shoving literal perfume it not even just around my vagina inside it like I mean Tampax Pearl yes they smell nice yes they make the experience a little bit better but like that's great that's so crazy I was spending all this time not putting like uh, soap around my lady bits and I'm shoving perfume inside of it that's fucking crazy i know well it's like sneaky it really is like you feel like you're like oh this is kind of nice it feels like a good idea in the moment the marketing's so great i i am the consumer i am the consumer also my favorite thing in the whole entire world is like people on tiktok being like a tampax commercial and it's like girls like just like doing like random cartwheels and like swinging around and like backflips and stuff and it's like we it's great marketing (laughs) that is great marketing i mean yeah i i can't do a cartwheel post or on period, not on period, can do cartwheel. So you know how it came down to me picking my wedding date, which I'm pretty sure I told you this, and you only was well. Obviously, uh, your wedding was accounted for. <laughs> Two. That is weather. so nice, by the way. Well, of course, <laughs> thank you. And then three. Um, I literally looked at my ovulation calendar and I was like, okay, when am I going to look like the most radiant, glowiest, dewiest, happiest version? Like, I don't want to be getting married on the day where I'm acting like a fucking wackadoodle dandy. This is so funny. I just saw the podcast, pod- another podcast reference, Mean Girls with Alex and Jordan. And they were talking about how people, she was like, wait, I just thought about this. Like, do people plan their wedding date around their period and their like ovulation? And she said that. And I literally was like, oh, I was like, wait. I literally just like 
picked a date. I was like, wait. And I actually, because I'm tracking so intensely now because I am not on birth control, I really could tell you exactly when my week, certain weeks are and ovulation is and like period dates are. And I am, I do bloat and I am a raging bitch and all this kind of stuff. So I'm like, oh no. And then I like thought about my date and I was like, wait, that actually is, fu- that's a good, okay, wait, well, I'm fine. That's a good week. But I was like, oh my gosh, you should do that. You should, yeah. you should think about that. You should. Oh, I mean, literally when it came down to it, mom was like, okay, these are the only, like, we only had like two dates. Cause like my, one of my like family members was like getting married on this date. Like it was like fucking rocket science. It came down to two dates and I go into my little ovulation tracking app and I swipe, 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 swipe forward for one year and was like, okay. <laughs> Yep, this day would actually be better. Now, here's the thing. Like, I mean, some, every once in a while, my cycle will be a day or two off. But I'm like, for the most part, right? I'm going to be looking. Because, like, your, you know, follicular ovulation, you're, like, you're looking glowy. You're feeling confident. You're feeling juicy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want to be getting married looking juicy, ripe. Okay? Yeah, that's, that's, um, I want to, that's what I want. And I looked at mine, and mine was, like, three weeks away from, mine was, like, two weeks or two and a half weeks, again, give or take a few days, from my, like, usual period week. So I was like, wow, that worked out really lucky. But People should think about that. I did not think about that. Um, Here's the thing, though. You got to be careful because um, that is a that is a good time to conceive on your honeymoon. <laughs> that's what I want to do, girl. Do you actually want to have a baby on your honeymoon? Or um, get I told I told James to stop pulling and praying maybe like the month of our wedding so that we could just I, I don't care if I'm a little pregnant at my wedding. Y'all, this is I'll like be, piping hot tea. She didn't really tell me they were that serious. I thought she was kind of like, I oh, know. maybe. And James goes back and forth. He's like, oh, are we ready? Are we ready? And then the other day, he's like, what am I talking about? Like, I want kids so bad. And I'm like, okay. <gasps> oh, my God. I mean, here's the thing. Like, we can't, we, I have no idea. I've never been pregnant before in my life. So I don't know how hard. It's not, you don't just snap your fingers. And that's what's crazy. You really do think, like, you say you want to get pregnant. What's the old saying? Make a plan and God will laugh. Like, I mean, <laughs> who knows? Like, I... I don't, I don't have any, uh, you know, female issues that I know about that I, I I'm aware of. So ev- hopefully everything is shaking and baking the way it should be, but you don't know, you know, and that, and that's another reason it's so sad when you like ask people after they get married, like, so kids soon, like what if someone's been trying literally since they got married and doesn't want to talk about their struggles with fertility or their struggles with miscarriage. So it really does like I, I always feel a little bit stupid when I say stuff like I want to be pregnant at my wedding. I want to be pregnant the, on my honeymoon because like, girl, that might not be that easy. It's not always that easy. So TBD. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. Uh, we actually have to stay on the same like life path. And so in, really if, do. for some reason, if you don't get pregnant, it's just because I'm not. You're not trying yet. to get pregnant. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm, so it'll like, be your fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's because like literally that is the one thing mom was like, I swear to God, do not get pregnant before your wedding. I'm like scared to even say it. Knock on wood before your wedding. I know. Like, Cause one thing about I Austin, is- Austin is fertile because he has a child. <laughs> we he know he's fertile. <laughs> he <laughs> really is. Um, that's true. Well, I will, um, I will just keep on keeping on. We won't make any babies. We won't scrape our poop into any more trays and we will continue being raging bitches on our periods, but we found our <laughs> wedding dresses. So that's that guys. Uh, that's all the time we have for us today. We're going to have, uh, we're going to have the booth squad back in action in person very soon because it's so much better when I get to see you squeeze you and just be near. Yeah, you. it is so much but better. I love you. Thank you for shooting the shit with me. Is there anything else you'd like to say to our lovely audience before we leave? No, I, I just, I love you so much. And everybody remember, you're not going to make a wrong decision. Sometimes you just got to choose. And I promise that it wouldn't be in front of you to choose if you weren't supposed to choose it. Okay. That I is love so you guys. True. I love you. Thank you, AG. Mwah. Mwah. Bye. Bye.